With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's all about the game and how you play it, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Love Podomania, episode number three, the Payback Preview. Uh, my name is Dan Murphy, and even though it is a busy, very busy week in the world of Bolton Wanderers, a very pivotal week, so, so, there's, so there's some wrestling happening, and I think we I think we need to talk about it. Joining me today is only, only one surviving member from their first two podcasts, because <laughs> people are busy, but... He's here nevertheless, it's Mr Tom Malloy. Tom, how is thee? Yeah, I'm fantastic, thank you. Um like um can't can't say I'm you know um the build up for payback's not been the greatest as we'll get on to, but a lot has happened since WrestleMania. Yeah. So um, you know, I'm looking forward to uh talking about some of the new number one contenders which raised mm. a few eyebrows. I'm but sure um, did. yeah. It's it's weird it's weird to me because Raw, I think Apart from probably this week, I think Raw's actually been better than SmackDown. Yeah, no, Raw, 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 Raw's, Raw's been all right. Um, I, I think the problem was um, this week. Um, it was it was quite a poor show, weren't it? Um, yeah, and you know the go home show's got to be. Uh, it's got to get you pumped for the pitch. I just didn't, it just fell a bit flat for me, really. Yeah, you're right. And I think I think a big problem has it been is because you know the superstar shakeup has made things interesting. I think for the lead up to this pay per view, it's just confused everything. It's confused. Oh yeah, it's and weird. Matches and stuff and people leaving brands to go onto other brands and then SmackDown people being on a Raw pay per view. I think it's really muddled the nest and Bray Wyatt's feuding with about four different people at the minute, so it's just yeah. it's really muddled everything that's going on. I think that's kind of been the way I think after this pay-per-view and we settle back down uh, on the road to uh, Money in the Bank and the SummerSlam, I think we could get some interesting stuff. Indeed, indeed. But it's, yeah, it's definitely been weird. Uh, but the first big thing that's happened since our podcast is, of course, been the Superstar Shake-Up. I'll just yep. run through them quickly. Raw got Dean Ambrose, The Miz, Bray Wyatt, Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, Kurt Hawkins, Rhino and Heath Slater, Apollo Crews, Kalisto and David Otunga, who of course is being replaced by Booker T at the minute and we can only yep. hope it stays that way forever. <laughs> and Smackdown got Kevin Owens, Charlotte, Sami Zayn, Rusev, New Day, Tamina, Lana, Sin Cara and... Jinder Mahal. No, before and, we... and the, uh, they also got the Colognes or the Shining Stars. Who, um... I even put them in my little yeah. uh, things to talk about because I've actually been impressed. But yeah, they also got Primo and Epico, the Colognes. So before we delve into specifics, who, who do you think kind of won the brand split? What were your thoughts on positive or negatively about the moves and whatnot? Well, I mean, at the, at the time watching it... Um... As I was watching it unfold over the sort of two days, um, my main concern was 
Um, I've absolutely loved the Miz this last year, and uh, I I think he really he really shone on SmackDown. I was sort of worried he might get lost in the in the muddle on Raw a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, but hope, hopefully I'm hoping the Miz can uh, still. You know, uh, do that. It's nice to see Alexa Bliss um, get a big move to Raw. Uh, big, big fan of Alexa Bliss. Okay. Uh, fantastic heel. Um, you know, um, and then SmackDown. My main, my main concerns with SmackDown was with the tag team division. Yeah. Uh, um, and then for them, uh, they got the New Day, which I've sort of like because the New Day aren't on TV at the minute. I, I keep forgetting that they've got the New Day and they've only added like the Shining Stars. Mm-hmm. But they've they obviously lost got... Heath and Rhino, which yeah. weren't exa- they weren't exactly doing much. Exactly. So, I mean, I think the tag team division has improved. Obviously, they're pushing some interesting <laughs> characters now. Oh, um, yeah. Um, you know, they're building the clones up, which, you know, that it could work. You know, they like I say, back when it was, was it Primo and Carlito or Epico and Carlito yeah. back in the day? Um, it wasn't surprised yeah. they tried to get the Carlito yeah, back. Yeah, got Carlito back. Yeah, obviously, um, you've got the the Bollywood boys as well now. Yeah, who they might they might perform in the tag team division. Um, and obviously, they're building up Brizango as well, which we'll get on to later. 100%. Uh, but yeah, uh, Charlotte was massive for them. Yep, and obviously, okay. and obviously, your man uh, Jinder Mahal. Mm. <laughs> we'll we'll move on to yeah. what you worry. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's, it was a weird one when I was watching Raw and Miz and Ambrose both came at first. I was kind of a bit disappointed, especially since they had two SmackDown people who are now doing a feud on Raw. I thought well, it's like it's like a repetitive feud from yeah. last year. Um, but I'm guessing they're just trying to get the belt onto Miz as quick as possible, so the belt actually gets good again, and then we can have some yeah. good feuds which, with it. Which is why I'm disappointed. There's no Intercontinental Title match. Exactly. Uh, That's why it's so weird. Yeah. Ridiculous! Uh, just got a Miz TV segment with uh, Finn Balor. Yeah, which show. could be interesting. It wouldn't surprise me if Finn turned up at some point. I mean, his get-up would certainly suit a house of horror. Yeah. So we can only yeah. imagine. I mean, it's, it is really strange. I mean, I think Ambrose on Raw, that's fine. Raw, you know, he's over. His all, I mean, all, all the Shield are on Raw now, so what do, you, what do you think about that? I mean, we've already had, I don't know, they kind of already cocked teased enough with the shield yeah. that I don't think a really well they had, they had their moment at Survivor Series yeah and they was, had yeah. so many things of Roman and Seth teaming up when yeah. Roman was feuding with um... oh who were they who were they feuding with who was it it was when Ambrose was feuding with AJ Styles as well wasn't it and they sort of uh, all three of them powerbombed yeah. AJ Styles into the announce table Survivor Series who was like, always beating up Roman so Rollins would help him uh, oh um <laughs> who, who was Roman Reigns feuding with? Um, I don't think it was Rusev. I don't think this wait, is the one I'm on about. No, was it Rusev? It might Rusev have been. Roman went... oh, I can't yeah, no, it, it was. Yeah, it was. Is it? It was. It would have either been Rusev or Kevin Owens. It couldn't have been. Yeah, it was Kevin Owens and Jericho. Yeah. That's what it was when Seth was going for. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. So you know they've already done. They've already basically done the Shield reunion. They'd never get a good pop for the Shield music again. For obvious reasons, yeah. I mean, I don't know. They're all on the same brand. They've been kept apart for now, but I'd, I'd be intrigued to see where that goes. I think Ambrose and Ross fine. I would have liked to have seen SmackDown keep Miz or yeah, Ray, um, one of them, because I think they probably Miz. Because I think Miz suits SmackDown. He kind of become kind of like AJ Styles. Kind of it was to be fair. AJ said it's the house he built. It's the house that Miz built, really. I mean, yeah. He may talk his smack. What it is, he it was his storyline with Dolph Ziggler and then with Ambrose. That kind of and his Daniel Bryan sort of thing Bryan as well. Feud 
that sadly ended. Um, I was hoping Brian would say something like, "Oh, I'm glad we got rid of him" or something like that to kind yeah. of stoke the flames a little bit. And it's it's weird because I look at who Raw have got and I'm like, they haven't got much there. Obviously, they've got well, you know, they've got the Hardys, they've got Revival, who are sadly my heart breaks injured until about the summer. Yeah, that that is a massive shame as well. Um, yeah, it's devastating because especially it, how stagnant the Raw tag team division. Yeah, really and it was it was just a house show as well, wasn't it? It was they were against like uh, Hideo Itami and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, I think it was. Yeah. Um, so that massive shame that. I'm um, look at who Raw have got, and it doesn't seem like they got as good as SmackDown did, especially because SmackDown got Shinsuke, they got Dillinger. SmackDown yeah. got who actually was on SmackDown this week. Now that I think about it, but it's alright. I'm sure he'll come. Out. I mean, SmackDown. I think SmackDown won big. I think they got everyone There's we wanted. Sammy, Sammy, Sammy Zayn, um, exactly. Rusev. Yeah. I think I think Zayn and Rusev are in for great stuff. I, the only thing I would have, I think, I'd have kept Owens on Raw and left Miz on SmackDown. I think. I think that's what yeah. I, I, done. I think the Bray, I think the Bray Wyatt thing's strange as well because it's yet another. It's yet another superstar who is not getting a world title rematch um, in the vein of Finn Balor, in the vein of Kevin Owens, in the vein of, you know, um, yeah, I mean, they've completely, I mean, it would have been strange anyway for it to, when I seen Bray White had moved, I was like, well, this, Randy Orton's obviously going to win this because they're not going to have the world title go to... uh, too raw as well when they've already yeah. got the universal title, but then, yeah. but then, obviously we'll get onto the gender thing later. But obviously when when they had that six pack challenge on SmackDown as well, they just said this is for who's fighting Randy Orton. Uh, um, mm-hmm. So they completely again eliminated Bray Wyatt from that, and then what? And then obviously uh, your man Jinder stole the belt on a yeah. Yeah, that's sort of. I think that's they thought. Oh, we're going to actually have to do something here to explain why. They're not fighting over the belt. Yeah. Um, and it works. It would have worked better if the belt got stolen first. Yeah. Before that, it not being a title match got revealed. But it was kind of clever storytelling in the end. I mean, before we move on, I think the yeah, I think the splits SmackDown definitely came out the better. But I think Raw has been better recently. And you know, I, I'm intrigued to see what Raw can do with Apollo Crews, for instance. Well, it's, it's, it's a Braun Strowman show, isn't it? Well, isn't it really Raw. is. And again, yeah, we'll get yeah. onto that in great detail, don't you? Because I love me some Big Daddy Braun. But I think. <laughs> Apollo Crews getting some personality stuff with uh, Titus could do him good. I think Kalisto has finally had a bit of a. I know he's, as we'll get on to, he's finally he got a little bit of something, and I think on the whole, I think apart from Owens and Miz, I'd have kept on the, their brands. I think apart from that, everything's been pretty good. But as you say, Jinder Mahal, he's <laughs> caused quite the controversy because since his return in August in which he beat Heath Slater to earn a yep. return. And I think he picked up a single victory over Jack Swagger before he transferred to SmackDown and then was released. He's won two matches in eight months until last week when he won a six-pack challenge to become the number one contender. Now, I do think it's stupid how you can suddenly come from nothing and then be the number one yeah. contender. But I don't give a fuck. I really like it. I think it's good. I it's... think it's fresh. I think it really adds credence to the land of opportunity stuff that they're saying, and now that they and it's plainly obvious they're doing it to bolster the India oh, yeah, stock market, whoever gets get in there. But I don't care. I think that as like a stable with the Bollywood boys, I think it's really cool, and I think the and I think I think this week got a lot of people on side because nicking a title and then fucking sticking it out of a yeah. sunroof in a limo as you drive no, that, away. That, that, was, that was hilarious. When it's he did amazing, that. and yeah. whatever you can. 
whatever you want to think of how he got his muscles, he's worked incredibly hard. Either, either way, yeah. he's done it. <laughs> no enhancement needed, as uh, Randy Orton would say. Um, and I think, fair play to him, man. I think his promo is good. I think, obviously, it's a bit standard set of affairs, but I think he's doing well. And to be fair, the Orton and Jinder match can't get any worse than Orton and Bray Wyatt match at Mania, so I'm, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in. Um, yeah, I mean, like you say, he's he's, he's just your run-of-the-mill wrestler. Like, in, in ring, you know, he's just a... Low to mid card wrestler in it. Tell you his finisher. No, um, it's some sort of yeah. It's um, it's but the thing is, like you say, it was a nice swerve. I didn't expect it. Oh, it's such a surprise! I I saw saw you because I was I I hadn't watched it yet, and I was on Twitter, and you mentioned something about the Bollywood Boys, and I was like, right, I'm getting off Twitter before I've watched SmackDown because, but but. Um, you, you hadn't actually written that he'd won the match, so then when he actually did win the match, I was like, "Oh, like God, like as if that's happened." The only problem I have with it is um, the world title now uh, feels very much the mid card belt. Um, yeah, it does it really? Does. When you've got Kevin Owens and AJ Styles feuding over the what is ascent, which is over what's meant to be the mid card belt, and then you've got the historic world championship, and it's Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal. Um, you know, uh, there, there's there's something going on there, and like yeah. uh, as well, uh, Sammy, the US and the US Championship um, match uh, to decide that contender. It was Styles versus Zayn versus, versus Corbin. Baron Corbin. Is that was that it? Yeah, that's right. Was it a triple threat or was it a fatal four way? Triple, triple threat. threat. So I, I don't get why Baron Corbin wasn't there in the six pack. Challenge if Sami Zayn was as well. Like I don't understand. Um, that, yeah, that is good reasoning, but it's kind of trying to understand yeah, the logic of yeah, the TFA Player of the Year you, type stuff. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, how you can win like Young Player of the Year? How you can win like Player of the Year, but you can't win Young Player of the Year? Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. Um, but no, it, it, you know, it, it was what. Who else was going to win? Because Randy Orton's. I mean, I thought te- technically he's a face, so. I can't remember who there was Rowan, Mojo, Rowan. Luke. I thought Luke was going to win it. I thought Luke. Harper yeah, was it would have been it would have been nice for Luke Harper to win it, but at the same time, um, they for some reason it helped out Randy Orton the other week, didn't he? So uh, did, I don't did. think that's going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, Harper wasn't so week, realistically, even. it was going to be Rowan, uh, Ziggler, or Mahal, and you know Ziggler's just he, he had a world title feud last year. Um, Rowan. It wasn't going to be Rowan, was it? And nope. so, realistically, you know, your only option there is um, it, it, it was Mahal. And, and it came as such a surprise still. Yeah, yeah um, but I, I just didn't think they'd, you know, pull, pull, like you say, he'd won one match against Heath Slater, which was a very standard affair. Just I think, like it, no, I think that match was like three seconds, wasn't it? Yeah. They rung the belly, twatted him from yeah. behind and then won. And then he beat Jack Swagger. Um, and that's it. I think he might have won a match on main event as well or something. Probably, but, but they don't count. Yeah. So, you know, fair play to him. Um, he's getting a lot of heat off the crowd, which yes. obviously... So, I mean, he's doing a great job as a heel, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is is it sort of playing on American people's racism? Um, I mean, I mean it's... Because it was like, like, they they in the USA. USA yeah, and that's straight like, away. So... Ignorant and like, exactly. uh, you're arrogant you don't respect my culture and all that I mean, so is it is it just playing on racism or I think it is a little I think that's the bits I don't I like it when he came out at first and then he starts saying 
you're ignorant and stuff. It's like, I don't know, it's like, I think that was a little too on the nose. I kind of liked the bit in his first promo after winning where he was saying, you don't respect my culture, I'm more educated. I don't know, yeah. it's, it's a weird one, it's a touchy going, I think it can be get a, di- a bit dodgy at times, but... You know, it's standard affair stuff. I think. At, least it's, at least it's a fresh matchup, you know what I mean? It is, uh, I mean, it's new, and like I said, it really gives credence to the fact that anyone could be with a shot. It's a land of opportunity. At the end of the yeah. day, he was in a match that's supposed to be the thing where anyone can win. And if someone weird doesn't win every now and then, then that sort of surprise starts to fade. I'm, it's like kind of watching The Walking Dead. So they always tell you that anyone can die, anyone can die, but when. It's only the shit characters, you know, who cares yeah. about dies. You kind of, the shot kind of wears off. Whereas, no, the Game of Thrones, where literally any fucker could die at any yeah. moment. It's, they'll they'll it's, literally kill off, like, 20 people in one scene, sort of, sort of thing. Um, I like it. I think it's been really funny. I think the stable has really good um, potential. I think the Bollywood boys aren't the best yet. But I've, I've, not, I've not seen much of them, to be honest. Only, so. I only remember they had a... They came back out at NXT a couple of weeks ago with new get up, had a match with heavy machinery, I want to say, and just got bad. Um, yeah. They weren't. They both went out in the first round of the Cruiserweight Classic too, so I've not seen much, I must say, but they do look pretty green. But they're with Jinder, just doing heel stuff for now, get a couple of matches under the belt at some point. I think it's fine, I, I'm, I'm liking it. But speaking of strange number one contenders, I think this one will be a lot more unanimous in the <laughs> like column. Because Bizango, my buddies, my boys, are the number one contenders for the SmackDown Tag Team Belts. They won a Beat the Clock Challenge. Um, American Alpha beat the Colons in 5 minutes and 30 odd seconds. But Bizango only went and beat the Ascension in oh, about 3 minutes to get the number yeah. one contendership. And I mean, this I feel this very much like the gender thing where you can't... It does feel awkward to have someone who's just been... Literally, the last time we saw... Tyler Breeze and Tyler, you got swatted by Nikki Bella. And yeah. From I, that to number one contenders. I mean, of, of all the tag teams on SmackDown, it was only really the Vaud, the Vaud villains who got less air time than Breezango. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even the Ascension um, were doing sort of more than them on uh, on SmackDown. So it has come from nowhere. But I've um, I watched Talking Smack this week as well, and um, yeah, Breezango were cracking me up on so there. Funny. They were, they were absolutely hilarious. It's like I don't know. It's like watching Zoolander or something, but with um, yeah. wrestling character. I, no, I, I loved it. Um, you know, and to be fair, the few times I have seen them um, wrestle together as a tag team, yeah, and they have good. just been completely jobbed out. They've uh, they, they've they, they've got some good stuff, and obviously I mean, they were both they were both very popular in NXT, weren't they? Um, um, I know Breeze was. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I I, well, ago. Fandango. Fandango was on it when it was a um, yeah right. Fandango was on it when it was like a competition. I think yeah. he won. I think he won like the first yeah. series. Um, and he, Tyler Breeze wrestled Juice and Thunder Liger on fucking NXT. That's how much they thought of him <laughs> back then. Yeah. And since he's just kind of he's been jobbed out, but thankfully he's still young. They've got a chance now against Usos, and if they're building towards backlash, I mean, how they're going to sell tickets for backlash? I have no fucking <laughs> idea. Like, I suppose Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be probably enough, but. <laughs> but I mean Brizango are great and if they can have a good feud with Usos and they let it to build let Brizango actually have their characters come out and they're good, you know, they were against Usos so they're going to be faces and apparently they've been wrestling as face on house show and yeah. getting good reactions and this could be the start of something great I think they're so funny the, the uniform they wear is brilliant 
They should yeah. just be called. They shouldn't be called Bizanga. They should be called the Fashion Police. The Fashion Police, yeah. And they had the tickets. And, oh, they're so good. And yeah, I, I'm very happy for them. I'm very happy. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Like I say, I, I'd like to see more of them. I think they are funny, and um, yeah, I'm sure they could get up to all sorts of antics um, sure, yeah. on there. Yeah, Bizanga. Oh shit! Oh, I thought that was uh, Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte, um... Charlotte Flair, she's over on SmackDown now. I think Charlotte for Alexa Bliss was a great swap. I think Alexa yeah. has built herself up enough to go over to kind of the main show, for lack of a better term, and feud with different people. And getting Charlotte away from Sasha and Bailey, the, you know, the tired old matches, gets freshened up. And it elevates the women's SmackDown division because she is a legit star. I think she's probably the biggest acquisition SmackDown actually did get. She's an yeah. absolute fucking star. And she demanded her tagged match I mean a a title match she got it after beating Naomi and then the main event of Smackdown this week was Charlotte v Naomi for the title Charlotte was it was a pretty good match I think they're both doing well together they were given time but the match was interfered when the stable of evil evil women I think um, what was the the she old yeah, yeah. Um, what did what did Becky Lynch call them? And, um, the I'm talking about the 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 new wench order. That's, the, um, that was good. Yeah. that's what I was trying to think of. Yeah. she's she's a good one, Becky. But yeah. They came out to Mina, who looks a lot better with just straight hair instead of that weird get up and minging makeup and stuff. She she looks good, and her super kick was pretty good. Uh, Natalia, Carmella, and of course James Ellsworth. They beat yep. the shit out of both of them, especially Charlotte, and they stood tall at the end. And I thought. Ooh. It's pretty good. I'm glad they haven't given it Charlotte straight away. And it's well, yeah, a um, lot of heel women on uh, SmackDown, which yeah. I'm guessing I'm guessing that'll lead to a Charlotte face turn. I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah, I think again. Lana maybe a face. And then Lana. Well, they've separated her from Rusev, so I, I imagine she'll have, she'll be a face as well, and then it'll it'll even the division out on it. But um, yeah, um, yeah, looking forward to see what Charlotte can do. Um, I think they will. Um, well, I thought they was going to get the strap on her as quickly as possible, but I don't know if if she is turning face now. It might be a case of like, um, you know, one of the heels might take it off yeah, now. There might, there might be a big SummerSlam match or something between Charlotte and uh, Natalia, I don't know, not, maybe. Not, 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 not Natalia again. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, well, I was thinking, I was thinking. I think they could tell an interesting story here where they, they built up the mat, they built up that. Oh, well, they were, the yeah, that, yeah, that feud last year, didn't they? But re- roles reversed because obviously Charlotte was the heel and Natalia was a face. Yeah. So I'll say. Uh, so they built up, you know, the through the night of about Becky joining them, the the Shield. Yeah. And she didn't come out at the end when they were getting battered, and she said on Tag Smack, "It's not my fight or whatever." And I'm not joining them. I'm going to be the Crusader of Good and all that. And they had a really funny segment where the bully JBL talked about cheating, which was pretty funny to be fair. And I think they could tell a really interesting story here where Becky's kind of conflicted because she's been betrayed by Charlotte before, and she could yeah. be—you know—she could play the being really convi- um, cons- uh, conflicted about which side she's on, and then eventually we'll probably have a free—you know—Naomi, Becky, and Charlotte v. Uh, Tamina, Natalia, and uh, Carmella. And then you know we build that for a bit, and I could eventually—I could see Becky. I don't think so because she's probably she's one of the best baby faces on SmackDown, and you know, she, like I said, she's a crusader for all good and she's the only moral compass on the whole fucking WWE apparently but I could see him turning a heel and then having Becky v Charlotte yeah or Charlotte just goes heel again and have that for the big SummerSlam match and yeah that would be a great match um, like, like I say there's interesting ways to book it I mean, obviously they've got this 
they have this sort of mini stable of women at the minute now, just to heal women on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it, it depends. I mean, it could go a lot of ways. Um, uh, like, like I say, it'll just be interesting to see what they do there. Um, I think the women's division's probably... And, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it unfold. I think the women's division's kind of um, benefited the most from the shake-up. Um, I think on SmackDown, yeah. it's, it's, it's got some interesting stuff to tell me. Um, elsewhere, as you said earlier, the US belt is kind of the main belt of SmackDown at the minute, as KO versus AJ is the feud at the minute, which is kind of interlocking with, as we found out talking smack when he attacked Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin v Zayn. And I'm liking this a lot. I think, again, Zayn's probably undoubtedly going to get battered to Baron, but Zayn can take losses. It doesn't matter how many he loses. He's still on the show every week. He's near the top of the card. He will get his underdog main event title winning story no doubt about it he's going to make Baron look like a million dollars and Baron is constantly improving I think he's got the best kind of arsenal of like signature moves than anyone else on the whole roster I think his step six his uh Obviously, his end of days is probably the best finisher going at the minute. I know he has this uh, kind of rock bottom onto the knee type move, which I think is fucking looks brutal. And I think all of this is just really good stuff. Yeah, um, like you, 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 I haven't really, I haven't really thought about this before. But you were saying about Zayn there, how it doesn't really hurt hurt him losing, and he will get his big main event soon. Um, obviously, he's fought Kevin Owens um, a huge a huge amount of times, yeah. um, but I, I, I can see in the not-too-distant future, them two feuding over the world title, especially with it. Um, I just wish they split, separated them at the brand split, so that would yeah. have meant more. So they would have been brought back together and then yeah. uh, like feud for that. But yeah, that's... And I don't know when that'll be. I think SummerSlam will be too soon for it. Uh, and I think survive. I think WrestleMania... Um, I mean, they could do it at WrestleMania, but I, I feel like if AJ Styles isn't in the world title picture at next year's WrestleMania... Um, That'd be a shame because he's he's getting on in the AJ Styles. So, um, but I, somewhere down the road, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, hundred percent, gonna feud over that world title, and um, I think that'll be Zayn's sort of big crowning moment. Um, win it off Owens, and you know um, everyone will be happy. Yeah, but yeah, like you say, Baron Baron Corbin improving every week as well, and uh, uh, yeah, they're really building him up at the minute, and. Um, yeah, like, like I say, um, that's that's a good thing about SmackDown. Obviously, you get these, um, you get the wrestlers who might not, who might just get lost in a shuffle on Raw, and they can prove themselves every week and uh, do it. And yeah, it's um, like I say, really good stuff. And another one who were lost in a shuffle on Raw, uh, the Colognes, yeah. as we mentioned. Uh, yeah, they're back onto SmackDown. I think they've dropped they've dropped the shiny stars gimmick, which I do think. If given a little bit more attention, a bit more of a push, could have been quite good. I found it was quite funny when they stopped, when they just tried being like sleazy estate agents trying to give out brochures yeah. and stuff. I thought, I quite liked it. And I do think the Colognes are pretty decent wrestlers. I think when they came in a couple of weeks ago and jumped American Alpha, their new kind of backcracker powerbomb finisher looks really good. And, you know, they've got like a new kind of no nonsense attitude, which I don't think anyone's had as many gimmicks as them, but. You know, I think they've, like, they've got a new Titan Tron. It looks really cool. The music's kind of been remixed. They look, and obviously they lost to American Alpha, but that's fine. If they keep fighting and they get a win, they get a win. It's fine. And I think it's good for them because I say they're decent enough wrestlers and there's no need for people to be doing fuck all and just being 
complete and utter jobbers. And I'm like, same, same with us. I've said this for SmackDown tag, uh, tag Team Division forever. Like, it's shit, and we're just getting the same thing over and over again. Fucking let Ascension have a match and nearly win the belts. Have fucking Bizango get a good chance, you know? All you need to do is let them not look shit, and people eventually believe in them. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, like you say, with with, um, with the Colognes, obviously what they've done is... Um, like I say, like I say, they've had they've had um, loads of gimmicks. Obviously, I've not been watching it that long, but just from looking on that Wikipedia, they've been lost, lost Matadoras, they've been Primo and Epico, and they've been the Shining Stars, and now obviously they are the Colognes, which was Primo and Carlito, weren't it back in the day? Yeah. And you know they were world, um, they were tag team champions yeah. as that, and Primo and, that and name Epico has like prestige yeah, to it. It's like a they're like third generation wrestlers, so. Um, what what is really good about how they're doing it now is when they are presenting him, they are saying, "Oh, you know, like former tag team champions of Colognes," whereas on Raw, you know, they were they were just treating them like jobbers. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, really good. Again, same. Everything I say about SmackDown is basically, you know, um, it's a land of opportunity. Uh, and it, yeah, it's actually like, like a, a saying or a uh, kind of a uh, a motto that actually does make sense and it's true I think eventually I'm hoping we get American Alpha and Shelton Benjamin versus the Colognes and Kalito I think that would yeah. be absolutely banging but finally the you know Smackdown's biggest coup from everything over the last few weeks is of course Shinsuke Nakamura he's feuding with Dolph Ziggler for reasons at the minute just so they can have a first match and I'm sure it'll be a great match but the promo this week of Smackdown was fucking appalling from Dolph I don't oh, know what they were was... saying I mean, oh, I mean Dolph, he, 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 called, he called him Michael Jackson didn't he yeah. basically like, he was trying it, to say he was Michael like comparing yeah. Michael Jackson by just saying he was Michael Jackson and I mean it was it was so bad um, yeah and like, I don't think Shinsuke's English or lack of is that much of a problem because it endears him it fits his wacky character and he, it, when he does say stuff, he sounds badass. But like, he was just giving shit, and so was Dolph. And I feel so sorry for him both. But I still look forward to the match when it eventually comes. I'm glad they are kind of leaving it for the pay per view, kind of building Shinsuke up and like, oh, he didn't hit the Shinkasa at the end of that altercation. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I say, uh, that's probably. I mean, it's a few weeks away yet, but I mean, if they can hold off from giving him his debut until that, that that would be a great moment. Uh, whether they do that or not is, um, you know, they might just feed him some sort of jobber, like Aiden English or something. Uh, just no, I think no. Actually, you know, I think they will hold off on his debut till the pay per view um, because it creates that it creates that mystique for yeah, people who haven't seen him wrestle before. Can advertise it on. I mean, yeah. Owens and Jerry. I mean, oh, it's going to be Baron and Zayn. I had a thought, unless they do that before, and then AJV. Well, yeah, that'd be great. But and it's all on the hall. But I'd imagine Owens versus Styles will be the main event of that yeah, pay per view. Owens and Mahal will open it, I reckon, because yeah. that's in Chicago. And you, nah, you're not having Jinder Mahal main event in Chicago. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, moving away from SmackDown, and you know, we had all that to talk about with SmackDown, everything that's happened since the brand split, and with Raw. Basically, it's, as you said, it's just the fucking Braun Strowman show. What a geezer. He fucking tipped over an ambulance. He killed Roman Reigns. He literally put Kalisto into the bin, which was... A, there's a better fucking, fucking uh, metaphor for anybody's career, a physical metaphor for somebody's career, than show me it, because I don't think there is. Yeah. And then he did lose... As we were alluding to earlier, he did lose the uh, the dumpster match to Kalisto. 
he, you know, he was doing the stupid heel thing. For reasons. Yeah, only jumped in. He didn't, like, fall or anything. He was landing on his feet and then absolutely fucking murdered Kalisto as well. So I don't think it damages him and it gives Kalisto a little something. Kalisto's new gear looks really cool. His new music remix is really good. Yeah. And, it, you know, it gives him something. He thought, you know, he said he had to fight with pride. It's something that he's not been getting for quite a while. And, you know, but the thing is, fuck Kalisto, Tom. Yeah, Ron Strowman. It's all about Ron Strowman. He's the absolute daddy. Now, we're not going to talk all about Raw stuff because we're going to talk about him in previews of the payback matches when we finally get to it. But oh, he's, he's so fucking, he's so good. I mean, uh, he's not that he's, good of a wrestler. He's just so good as a character. He, he's perfect. To, he's perfect for what he needs to be. Yep. You know what I mean? He just needs to be this big dumb um, wrecking ball. Really, that's you know that's. Um, he, he doesn't need reasons to fight anyone. He just does it because he likes beating people up. Um, I love it when he always says he needs he needs competition or else. Yeah. Like, I, I, I love it. It's kind um, of become a phrase, hasn't it? Yeah. I've watched um, it before long. Well, yeah, they've, they've, they've actually released their first Braun Strowman yeah. merchandise last week as well. It's, uh, men. it's, cool. it's he, quite cool. Yeah, and um, nah, he's, he's brilliant. And he got the big... Last week, he got the biggest... Well... The last two weeks, he got the biggest babyface pops of the night when he, um, firstly, when obviously he absolutely killed Roman Reigns, yep. and then uh, the week after when he came out and said that he'd killed Roman Reigns, the crowd were going wild. So, yeah, we'll uh, come on to that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, uh, yeah, no, we, we'll definitely come on to more to do with that. Yeah. But, yeah, no, Braun Strowman's fantastic, and um, I really hope they don't ruin it on Sunday yeah well that is the way before yeah. we move on to the actual payback preview and I've been listening for half an hour we haven't delved into it yet but just want a quick word and say NXT is getting pretty good again they've after the takeover in Orlando they have rebranded they've got loads of new cool fucking rebellious graphics a new theme tune new um, intro vid new style of stuff and it's really good you know Alistair Black is he had his first match on a NXT show, kicked a fucker's head off within four seconds and won. He's looking badass as fuck. This week on the show, the main event is Drew McIntyre, who has strange music, to say the least, against Andrade Almas, which will be a fucking cracking match, I should suspect. And I do believe there's another... Oh, what is the other really good match that they have, which is escaping me? Oh, Tyler right. Bate versus Jack Gallagher. That is it. I know two people who aren't on NXT, but Tyler Bate is amazing, as is Jack Gallagher, and I imagine it's a great match, and it's the sort of stuff you can see on NXT. So if you kind of fell off NXT in recent uh, months, get back on it now, because this feels like a complete fresh start. They've got so much talent in there, and it's it's going in a really good direction. I'd, I'd recommend that. Have you been watching it, Tom? I, 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 I haven't, actually, but I believe... Um... Ty Dillinger had his last match last he week, did. Was and was, I believe it was like a really good match. Uh, he did the cage, it was a cage match. match. It was it worked well for the story. Ty is like one of the only people who, in his last NXT match, kind of went out winning, which is good. Yeah. He never because he never really won any of the other big matches, so it was kind of nice for him. It was a nice story. Um, it didn't damage sanity too much because he kind of escaped. Um, well, he escaped the cage, didn't he? So it's he not got, like he actually lost. You know, he locked the match. kind of Killian Dane inside and. Everything and he got help from Strong and Ono, so it all worked out well. And it was a really good send off. Hopefully, Ty can go on to have a 
you know, a reasonable mid card, upper mid card SmackDown run now. And yeah, NXT's just been it's been really good at the minute and I'm intrigued, I'm intrigued to see where it goes uh, build into NXT TakeOver Chicago, which looks like it's going to be Bobby Roode v the, the returning today or Itami in the main event, which could be very, very good indeed. But let's get to payback. Whew. So it is the Raw, it's the, it's the pay-per-view after Mania, and it's, 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 it's a bit of a weird one. The card, as we said, it's so muddled with people who are on SmackDown coming on here and some belts not being defended, others are being defended. It's a bit of a muddle. The card itself looks uninspiring, but I have, I think, I think it'll be, I, I think it'll be an okay show. So this, the, um, as you mentioned on the kickoff show, we have a Miz TV segment with Finn Balor. God knows what that will entail. But we also have Enzo and Cass versus the club. Now this could be the first time since I've been watching that I do not tune, tune into the uh, pre-show because we've seen this match so many times. I like all the guys involved, but they need to. Uh, they've they've wrestled so many times. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I, I really don't care anymore. Like they've they've missed whatever. Like I I really thought Enzo and Cass would go to SmackDown in the Superstar Shakeup. Um, because they need they need something or or I, I thought either Enzo and Cass or the club would go to SmackDown yeah, because I the club club and AJ um, United but AJ's pretty much faced now after he got back yeah heels. and the club what are, what are they doing with him because um, well at least we know the, we know that we know Ballad Club's not happening now because yeah. he, he complete like there wasn't even any storytelling there like on Raw on Monday he just you know. He just came out and he went for uh, Luke, and- Luke Anderson straight away, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, Which is really weird. I like, kind of hope the like I thought work. it would it would have made more sense for Ballard to go for who was it Samoa Joe? Yeah. Like and like left the club bit alone and then they could have had a bit of storytelling there. I just thought it was a bit odd for him to just right. go and and scrap with Anderson straight away. It's especially weird when the commentators even mentioned that oh they have past relationship yeah. from Japan. But my hope is, and I shouldn't hope because they don't think this far in advance, they don't plan, they don't plot, and they're never as satisfying as the stuff you can make up in your own head. But I do hope this is a long build to Balor kind of getting Seth on side, saying that he's forgiven him for injuring him, always coming out when he needs help because it's the second time he's been his tag team partner at short notice now, um, yeah. since Mania. And I hope eventually he's going to think he's a pal, then... Boom, he turns on him, we get heel Balor, leather jacket and all, he re- reunites with the club, and then, you know, it'd be good, because they've got so many yeah. faces at the minute, I mean, they've got, you know, they've got the main guys, they've got, you know, Rollins and Reigns, they've got main guys up there. Yeah, and they, I mean, like, yeah, like you say, the only heels you really have there is Bro. Strowman, and Strowman, he's getting babyface pops, Samoa uh, Joe, Samo- 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 and then, I mean... The, the Miz gets cheered as well, doesn't he? So well, the, yeah, the Miz is. <laughs> yeah, kind of the yeah. Hero, so it is weird, but I said they've got Bray as well, who fuck knows what he actually does. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, uh, Miz is a new partner, a new member of the Wyatt family, apparently, according to, well, look, tag team together on Monday night, didn't they? Well, it's sort again. of. It's completely preposterous, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who do you think for this match then? Because I know. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't care, but. Um... I think the club won last week, so I'm going to say Enzo and Cass. Yeah, I agree. I'm Enzo and C. But uh, Chris, who isn't here, who's given us his predictions, Wilson has not, so he will go predictionless. But Chris has gone for the club. So next up, we have Kevin Owens v Chris Jericho for the US Championship. It's undoubtedly going to be Jericho's 
last one song before gallivanting off and uh, with Fozzie. And I have high hopes for this match. I said on the last podcast that um, the Mania match wasn't the blow-off I was hoping for. And, well, with good reason, because we have this match coming up. And, it's, again, it's so strange because they haven't been building up to it because they've been on different fucking shows. Yeah, so again, stupid. No sense. I mean, Jericho's still been great with all his stuff on Raw. He's been, his promo this week with Ambrose about the list stuff was so funny. Their, their storytelling about the jacket and everything's great. And yeah. Oh, Jericho. Oh, when, when, he, when, he cro- when he crossed him off the list and then put him back on. <laughs> His little look was yeah. great. And, you know, Jericho's still doing it, but like, they seems to have moved on, but they're coming back for this. And I feel like it's lost its momentum, but I am hoping it's the big blow-off match that I was hoping Mania would be. Yeah, it's, it's been a huge shame that they've um, they've gone to different brands because, you know, they had, their chemistry was amazing. Um, and it also meant... I forgot to mention this earlier. It also meant we don't we're not going to get the Owens and Samoa Joe sort of stable. Oh, uh, yeah, everyone sort of thought might happen. Um, so yeah, well, like, Owens Owens moving to SmackDown annoys me more with every fucking passing yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 very odd. Um, and like you say, Jericho is uh, he's going off with Fozzie. Um, would have been nice, you know. Would have been nice for him to go off on a high, but obviously. Uh, Realistically, you got you got to keep, you know, you got to keep it on Owens because, um, well, the Intercontinental title's on Raw. Yeah. Start and uh, well, actually, no, it's, it's the competitor goes to SmackDown, isn't it? It is, but but yeah, but that'd Owens be a cool coming. swerve. I mean, I'd yeah. enjoy that. And they got Owens back onto Raw, and then Jericho to SmackDown, and Jericho goes, he loses. Because yeah, because then you could pull the trigger on the Samoa Joe thing, and you'd have another heel on Raw. Um, so as I'm thinking about it now, I think it would make sense, but at the same time. Um, Jericho's off, but then again, you never know. Yeah, um, yeah, because I mean, he'd only have to to stay till Backlash anyway, in theory, because then you know, um, it'd just be Styles versus Jericho. But no, I think I think Owens is going to do it Uh, as much as I've tried to convince myself otherwise. There, um, yeah, I think it's going to be an Owens win. Yeah, it's a full house for Owens. Next up is the Tag Team Championship match. It's the Hardys versus Sheamus and Cesaro. The Hardys have been golden since they've come back. There's obviously still... Distribute... Dis, um, oh, what's the word? Dis, dis, well, he's, a, he's, a, he's about 10% broken at the minute. Well, yeah, I can't, remember the dis, I, I, I can't remember the word for it. Disagree, disagreements. There's one. Disagreements yeah. between TNA and WWE on who gets the gimmick and the legal actions and all that. But... The Hardy, he's basically got fucking multiple personality yeah. um, disorder at the minute. He's turning from extreme Matt to broken Matt with vigorous, uh, vigorous <laughs> abandon, and it's really fucking funny. And I, even if they did this kind of a story in the broken side, kind of eventually, but, uh, yeah, it's really, it's, really, it's really strange watching Jeff like dance down the ramp, and then Matt Hardy's like doing delete sort of um, hand motions, um, and. Like like you say, he's 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 not. I mean, he, he isn't broken, Matt. But every now and then, he just, he sort of slips into it, um, and I don't know if he means to or if it's just habit. Oh, now, he definitely he's means to. Yeah. He keeps changing his like Twitter account to different yeah. names and stuff, and he keeps tweeting things and little hints and stuff like that. I mean, I think they definitely want to do it, and they're going to build towards it, and hopefully. As I said, my theory still stands that maybe SummerSlam, Revival come back, beat Hardest for the belts. Hopefully it's sorted by then, and then we get Broken Matt on one brand. Well, we get him on the same brand for a bit, because they'll do the Hardy feud again, which, you know, 
whatever they, I doubt they'll do a final deletion somehow but we'll see how it goes and then Matt Hardy can obviously hopefully venture off to Smackdown to be broken then Jeff can get his good singles run on the main roster but this match like I said they've been good I think they both wrestled each other in singles and they've kind of at the end of each match they've kind of shook hands but there's kind of a bit of intrigue with Hardy's intrusion at the end I mean it's weird because it is face v face but I think it'll be a it'll be a good wrestling match regardless yeah, you know, they're, they're all talented lads, aren't they? Um, Sheamus has really grown on me since uh, he's partnered with Cesaro. Um, yeah, I mean, the I mean, usually I'd think, you know, Hardys have got this one in the bag, but, like, Sheamus and Cesaro have both lost in singles competition to both of them the last two weeks. Yeah. Like, I thought it would have made more sense for him to, like, Maybe Sheamus to beat uh, Matt Hardy. Yeah, or, that's what I thought they were going to do. I was like, glad that they didn't kind of job hard Matt Hardy out because I hope the shit yeah. comes back once again. But I yeah, think it's um, Matt to be really good. Uh, yeah, Whatever. I think it's probably going to lead to some sort of heel turn from um, Sheamus and Cesaro, or or at least really at least at least one of them, because uh, yeah. everyone every because obviously Sheamus is the one who's sort of more heel. But I wouldn't be surprised to see. Cesaro turn on Sheamus. Interesting. Uh, I, I was really surprised that Sheamus didn't just attack Matt Hardy after the Raw match, and then yeah, he, that's what he, I mean. He'll want in Cesaro still be face because you know he just. I, but I'm kind of glad that he didn't because I kind of like the relationship at the minute. But it is interesting to see where they go. But I assume we're all Hardys for this. Yeah, I think, I think it's got. I think it's got to be the Hardys. Um, I mean, yeah, it's got to be the Hardys now. You can't. I don't think you can take it off them. After a month, can you really? No, uh, you kind of, you kind of ruin the impact of the. Respect. And then you just hope, wait for the revival to get back, and hope they can. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna, it's got to be the hardest, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Next, we have Randy Orton versus oh. Bray Wyatt in a House of Horrors match, not for the uh, the championship because Jinder Mahal has it. <laughs> what the fuck is a House of Horrors match going to be? I don't even think I don't even think they know what a House of Horrors match is. I think they're making it up as they go along. Like I actually, I actually read today. Um, I actually read today that they're still working out the logistics of the match, and it's this weekend. Um, so I, I, I can I can't see anything. Is it going to be like absolute... a final deletion, found footage in well, a weird place? I mean, I mean, I guess. But th- what what a lot of people seem to think is I I, I didn't um, obviously like I'm new to wrestling, but apparently a lot of people are saying that it's going to be like a boiler room brawl. If you know. What, one of those is. I do not. Um, basically, apparently, uh, what people think it's going to be is they'll be trapped in a room or the house of horrors, so to speak, uh, and they've basically got to escape the house and make it back to the ring. And I, I guess whoever makes it back to the ring first wins. Um, okay, interesting. But, uh, but, and, uh, but apparently there'll be loads of like weapons and like haunted stuff in, in this... In this house, um, I don't think anyone really knows, but they're just. But all all people do know is that Renee Young said it starts somewhere and it ends in the ring. So right, okay. Uh, my theory at first was going to be it was like kind of an Ambrose Asylum type match where it's a weird cage. And it might be in the yeah. dark and have loads of weird shit on the walls. So this this sounds cool. I think it could be interesting, and, and I I always appreciate it. It can go one of two ways. It it could be cool, or it could be an absolute car crash. It'll probably be absolutely naff, but I do appreciate yeah. how they are at least trying to be creative. And with it not being the belt, 
I think Bray... I mean, if Bray can't win in his own fucking match in a house of fucking horrors, then he's dead, and there's no point to him existing anymore. So, my logic is to say that Bray will win this one. Yeah, and I think that's why the title's not on the line, and I think that's why they've got rid of it, so they can give Bray this win. Um, Does Finn Balor get involved? Does, you know... um, there was a big deal with it being a cross brand match. Does Eric Rowan get involved because they're still billing him as from yeah. as a member of the Wyatt family? Um, and Eric Rowan and Randy Orton seem to be feuding a bit on SmackDown at the minute. So, um, you know, I, I, I think there will be shenanigans. Um, I mean, there always isn't a Bray Wyatt match in there, but yeah. Um, yeah um, Wyatt, Wyatt has to win it, really. He has um, to, or he's, he, he's no <laughs> Yeah. Next up, we have Neville's the Austin Aries. Neville's. Neville versus Austin Aries <laughs> in a Cruiserweight title match. I mean, this is weird. I think the Bills are really good for this. I mean, they're both great, and Neville kind of adopting TJ Perkins has been brilliant for both of them. TJ Perkins really needed a heel turn, he didn't he? Did. He, 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 he has one of them faces you just want to punch. He dabs, man. He dabs. Yeah. Of course he's a heel. It's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not even the dab. It's, it's the fact he like he dabs and he just holds in position for about five seconds after he's dabbed. Like, yeah. Um, and it, he's just got such a smug face. and Oh, no, he's awful. Um, and, he's the squire's... He's the king's squire, and I do kind of yeah. like it. I mean... I don't want Neville to lose it, but I don't know what you do with Aries if he loses again. But I, he can easily go into feuds with Kendrick or TJ. I, I, maybe Perkins intervenes and Neville... I think Neville needs to keep it. I don't think it's been long enough yet. Neville needs to definitely keep it to build someone new to... T- and I, I'm still holding out that Mustafa Ali is the one to finally beat him for it. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Mustafa Ali, what I have seen of him. Um, uh, yeah, I mean... <sighs> Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I, I, it would make sense for Aries to win because, obviously, it sort of hurts him if he loses twice in a row on pay-per-view to Neville. Um, but as we said with Zayn, the babyface can... Yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, um, I, I'm, lo- I'm really looking forward to it. I'm, I'm glad this one isn't on the pre-show like the WrestleMania one was. Um, I, I hope they get a good amount of time. Um to actually showcase it because I think it, I think it was at the Royal Rumble, Neville's sort of title match at there was one of the better matches of the night. I seem to remember I think that he, he beat yeah. Rich Swan that night. Yeah, yeah, well, he, he actually got like ample time. I think he got like fifteen minutes. So yeah. like to, um, so I hope they get like a similar sort of uh, time frame. They both really show what they're about, and then whoever wins really it doesn't really hurt him. And you know, or Aries probably can lose if. TJ Perkins has something to do with the uh, with the outcome as well. Um, Going for Ned? Uh, yeah, Neville. Go on then. Next up, now this is a weird one because the the build for this is simultaneously being good and bad, and I don't know why. I've just not been able to get into it, even though I should be able to. It's Seth Rollins v Samoa Joe, and I'm looking forward to it. But with this match, I don't know who you have win because. Joe wasn't at Mania at all in any capacity, and they've built him well as a monster thus far. But because of the kind of weird time he came up, he kind of lost momentum a little bit, it feels like. I, I, he kind of feels separate to the rest of the show, kind of. And yeah. Rollins is just, for me at least, and Rollins, you know, he just came off this massive win against uh, 
Triple H. He's built it as much. He's come out. He's a different person. He's finally introduced his new finisher, which the fucking commentary, commentary did an awful job of selling. I can't believe they didn't mention that. Oh, he doesn't need the pedigree anymore. He's got rid of his past self. He doesn't need to be reminded about Triple H. And oh my god, what a knee strike! I cannot believe they didn't sell it more. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. I think it. I think is because um, obviously I'd seen a video of him doing that at a house show, uh, so I sort of knew. I sort of knew it was coming. Um, I thought it was a rainmaker at first. I was like, what yeah. Well, I think. I think in the end, like obviously with the commentary team, um, it. It sort of fell sort of flat for me, um, the finisher itself. Because Tell you why? Because he did slap. There was enough. Yeah, yeah, he didn't, he didn't slap because he'd done a knee to Sami Zayn earlier in the match, and that was um, was it to Sami Zayn? No. When when club. did he do it? No, yeah, club. One of the club people. Yeah, he, well, he, he needs someone in the face like earlier in the match, and he he did slap his knee, and he got like really nice sound on it, like. Um, so then, when he did his finisher, and there weren't any sound, it was just sort of a bit like. You know, but it's it's sort of the Rainmaker sort of... They've combined, like, the Rainmaker into one of Kenny Omega's knee strikes. Um, so, obviously, you know, he's, he must hugely be uh, into New Japan. Um, um, but, you know, like like I say, it made sense for him to get rid of the pedigree. It's a shame he can't do the curb stomp because it's a great move, but obviously um, can't have kids standing on each other's heads. But you can have knee each other in the face. Um so, you know, you like I, I agree with what you said about this match. So, um, poor build again. Um, I, I don't know if I'm just down on this show because of, like Raw. I feel like Raw this week just didn't build anything. No, What's, I didn't feel it. Um, because, like you say, on paper this should be a great match. Um, there's a story there. You know, he injured him before WrestleMania. Um, almost cost him like his place at the show of shows. Um, and there's a lot there, and it's it's like you say. Um, so I think some some Joe sort of has to win because it's his first pay per view match. Um, I think, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he, he sort of has to really. Whether that's just making Rollins pass out to the Coquina clutch, uh, so Rollins is a lot weak. Um, I think that's the only way he can really book it. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I think John needs to win. I think it's weird, and I don't know what's going to happen. But the babyface, as we've said numerous times, babyface can take the losses more than the heels. And Joe, he does need it. Second to last match of the evening is Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. Alexa got the number one contenders uh, healing a heel as she stole in on uh, Nia Jax and got the victory over. Oh, who did she pin? I can't quite recall. Alexa Bliss. She pinned. Um... She pinned Sasha Banks. Sasha was it? Well, good start. I, I love Alexa. I think she's brilliant. She's. A, I mean, her, her promo this week on Raw was really good. She handled the uh, what chance brilliantly. She's yeah, she's great. And I'm looking forward to this match quite a lot. And I, I saw one match. I think I think I did see him fight each other in NXT when I was very green about my knowledge on wrestling stuff. And I, from what I remember, it was pretty good. So it certainly made me like notice who Alexa Bliss was. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see where this one goes. And it, I think it'd be weird to me if Alexa wins it now after Bailey won at Mania, especially with how much they seem to be building Bailey. And I think it'd just be weird booking again. So it wouldn't surprise me, but I think I'd be. I think Bailey's keeping hold of it. I think it's yeah. so weird to lose it now. Yeah, I think I think you when you have a beat Charlotte 
um, when you have a beat Charlotte at WrestleMania, you had a beat uh, and you had a beat an undefeated streak on pay per views um, to then lose it at the next hurdle. Um, like you say, it would be a very strange booking. Um, but at the same time, this is WWE we're talking about, isn't it? So, um, but yeah, like 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 I said before, Alexa Bliss, massive fan. Um, um, just on on the mic, she's just fantastic. Um, like she just plays the role of a heel so brilliantly. Like she's just like she's like one of the mean girls from <laughs> the film. That's that's basically what her gimmick is, sort of thing. She's just like proper mean girl. Um, but she does it so good, and um, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm just trying to think where where would they go if Alexa Bliss won it? Obviously, you'd have a rematch with Bailey. Um, then what? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I've said there'll be shenanigans in a lot of these matches, but again, I could you see. Don't do it on pay per views, man. I've been thinking that since Rumble but, and everything. Just don't gonna do. It. I mean, what, what, the, the main thing with the women's division that's confused me at the minute is what are they actually doing with Sasha Banks? Because they, they were they were tempting this heel turn for so long, um, and it just doesn't. That doesn't seem to. So I don't know whether they're going to have like I can see Bailey winning and then Sasha Banks maybe turning heel in the very 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 near future. Um, because they need to do something there. I just feel like um, they dropped the ball on that. They should have done it ages yeah. ago, and at this point. I say they just keep shoe on his Sasha Vin and it. Yeah, I don't think anyone cares sense. anymore, really. Yeah. Um, what's, what's your prediction for this? Um, for reasons uh, to do with keeping Bailey's reputation intact, I'd have to say Bailey. Okay, and the final match of the night, we'll we'll do this quickly because we have another podcast to record. Lifting, <laughs> lifting up the curtain there is Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns. In contrast to most of the card, the the build for this has been fucking nothing short of sensational. Braun has just terrorised for everyone. Roman's not been on telly since he got smashed, which is great and correct. And I'm looking forward to it so much. I, I think it'll I think it'll be the main event. It should be. There's no universal title, obviously, because Brock Lesnar is the champion. Maybe he comes out and does some uh, fucking battering. I doubt it, but that'd be fun. And I'm, I must say I'm looking forward to this a lot, Tom. Yeah, um... This has been the match with the good build. Um, like we said before, Braun Strowman is the man. Um, you know, he's been brilliant. I was really, I was so annoyed with Roman Reigns because I was saying um, we did the we did the podcast after WrestleMania, didn't we? And we did yeah. we watched the Raw and SmackDown after, and they had that brilliant Roman Reigns segment. And I think it was me and Chris were sort of saying, no, this is a heel turn or whatever. So and then the, the next, then the next week, he comes out on Raw and he's like, "Yeah, I did what I have to do. Like it, you know, it was it was hard." Um, I was like, "Oh, Roman, what are you doing?" I told uh, you. And I, I, it was, it was. I just, I, I, I just couldn't believe they'd done that though. Like I couldn't believe they had such a good opportunity. Like the heat that Roman Reigns got in that promo was ridiculous, um, and. You just can't have him as a face at this point. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like when people are cheering Braun Strowman for like putting him in an ambulance and then tipping the ambulance over, and you know the crowd are cheering that. How, how can you book Roman Reigns as a face? Like it just, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, Roman Reigns needs to lose this match. I don't care that 
you know, I don't care that he's fighting Lesnar whenever, next year's WrestleMania, whatever. I don't care that he's, you know, he's your main guy. I don't care, right? The guy, you know, they, they, they hammed up his injuries last week. They said he's broken his ribs. He's separated his shoulder. He's done all this, right? If Braun Strowman cannot beat Roman Reigns while he's like that, what is the point? Like, yeah. really, what is the point? I think Braun is going to be the one. I think Braun v. Brock is going to be SummerSlam. Yeah. I know, so Brock's going to lose there, but... I mean, Braun's going to lose there, sorry. And he's he, he'll it's fine. He'll come out after it and batter people. I will love him again. But I think for that, for Braun versus Brock to kind of have credence, he needs to win today, and that's that's what I'm going for. Are you yeah? Are you Braun for your prediction? Yeah, I, I mean, it's 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 really, it's really got to be for the purely for the fact as well that Fastlane and he lost clean to Roman Reigns. Yeah. And if you lose, I mean, I get that Roman Reigns is your superhero or whatever, but you can't have him beat this massive guy. You've because they've done such a good job with Braun Strowman as well, you know they've built him up so well. It's been like organic. It's been a it's been a slow build. They've been doing it literally since the draft. Uh, so since last July, they've been building him up. And then if you have him, if you drop him out twice to Roman Reigns, it, there's literally no point to it. So he's he's, he's got to win. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but I, I will. Um, I don't think I'm going to stay up for payback. I'll probably watch it. Yeah. On there. I'll probably watch it first. Celebrating Bolton's win, aren't we? Oh, oh yes, we are. Yeah, so I might watch it when I get home. Uh, no, maybe, I won't watch maybe. it when I get home. But, um, but go on, yeah. No, that was that was leading very nicely into it. But yeah, I was going to um, Braun Strowman's going to win. But yeah, you was doing a nice little segue there, so I'll let you do that. It's alright, it's alright. That, my friends, has been Love Pod Amania episode three, the payback preview. I hope you enjoyed my and Tom's analysis. You can follow me on Twitter at Mabrosket, and you can follow Tom on Twitter on Twitter at Tom Malloy. Only one M between the two names. You can get us all on Twitter at Line of VNSD. We are, of course, the humble servants over at lineofvnsuite.com, where we'll be writing loads of Bolton London stuff this week because it's the big one. The match that will define our future, no doubt. So you can get the Love Pod on this same feed. Listen to that. We're going to go and record it right fucking now and get all the articles over there. Thank you very much for listening. It's Tom. Say goodbye. Uh, goodbye. It's goodbye from me. Salve. So